Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 377. Today is Monday, January 29th, 2024. We are on our way out of January and into February, uh, which is exciting. You know, I know some of us are going through some rough stuff right now. Um, and I was talking to someone and we were talking about that. Oh, I was talking to Andrew Tao. Actually, he was on, I think it was, dude, it's a blur. I think he was on last week. I'm pretty sure it was last week. Um, but we were talking about how there's this accelerated time right now. And so time actually seems like it is in this accelerated place. And, uh, he and I were joking and saying, maybe it's cause we're getting older, but then illumination was saying that her and her roommate who are youngins, they're youngsters. They were saying that they felt the same thing. And I was like, okay, it's not because I'm getting old yet. Praise the Lord. But that it is, there's this accelerated time right now. It just seems like grabbing a hold of a month completely is really hard right now. And I, where I was going with that is that uh, some of us are going through some challenging stuff right now, myself included. And there's also, I, to me, it almost feels like a, a mercy from the Lord in some ways that I'm like, this is a challenge what I'm going through, but I'm really going rapidly through this as I'm growing and grabbing a hold of you is a mercy. I'm just going to say it. So uh, guys, I hope you had a great weekend and you did something you loved. I had a great weekend. Uh, one of the things that Lauren and I did was we got invited to some friends of ours who are actually boomer, baby boomers. Um, they host a Bible study for Gen Z um, college age students and, um, amazing. You know, I was taught, I always, always challenged you guys in the boomer generation, millennials and Gen Z, they need parents. They need people to come around. Not all of them have godly examples and, um, you know, Steve and Linda, they're amazing people. I've grown up with, I grew up with their son. So I've known them since I was in second grade. Uh, I'm 38 now. So that's been a while. Um, and uh, they're just amazing, godly, um, godly, a godly man and woman. Um, they have a healthy marriage. They love the Lord. And they're just available. They made themselves available. And their small group has grown and grown. And it's super amazing. And we got to see that firsthand, just the love and attention they put into these young people. And they just started a Bible study, you guys. So let that be an encouragement to some of you out there who maybe are part of that same generation. Maybe you're part of the Gen X generation and you do have a heart for younger generations. Just make yourself available. Just say yes to the Lord and he's going to bring those people. Uh, it's just it's so cool. So my wife and I got to go, Lauren, we got to go and just share our walk with the Lord with these young people. And um, it was really amazing. It's, it's really great to testify about what God has done and even reflect on stuff that as you do that, you tend to start to remember more. And it was just a great time of just encouraging them um, to be bold and, and to be obedient to the Lord. Uh, and that's something that has marked Lawrence in my life, both separately and then especially once we got married, has been stepping out in faith in God's faithfulness in those moments. And uh, we talked a lot about something that I said that I was like, you know, you hear yourself say things and you know, it's the Holy Spirit. And you're like, wow, that was, that was good. And I can't take credit for it. Um, 
And I was talking about, because I just felt like there was someone in the room that needed to hear it. I said, following the Lord, it's not about perfection. It's about orientation. So if I am northbound on a road, the likelihood that it is going to be perfectly straight, like a direct from wherever I am straight up north is not uh, realistic. But I am actually oriented north. And I know that as I go, it's going to move and it's going to ebb and flow, but I am northbound. Um, and I just thought that was really good. And I felt this like sigh of relief in the spirit when I said that I'm like, don't demand, let Jesus into your life. He's going to take care of the being conformed to his image. All you have to do is be obedient and say yes. And, um, so it was awesome. Um, it was just a great time. So, uh, let me know in the comments what you guys did over the weekend. I want to hear it. Uh, I will try and read some of them while I'm trying to listen to my guests. Um, uh, please, everyone, uh, go if Spotify is your thing, uh, go over to Spotify and please follow the Elijah Fire podcast on there. Uh, we take every episode we do live. And by the next morning, it is uploaded onto our podcast platform. So Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever else you listen to, except for, I have to clarify this now, uh, except for Google Podcast, which is just all being transferred over to YouTube Music because we're not on YouTube anymore. Uh, the overlords deemed that we were not worthy of being on their platform. So um, yeah, so we're not on there, but we're everywhere else. So please go follow. We appreciate it. Also, anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, you know the drill. It keeps us afloat, but we also take a portion of every donation and we put it into our amazing water well uh, efforts. And guys, if you watched Elijah streams today, we had Mike and Lori Sally on. We've had them on the show on Elijah Fire, but they were on Elijah streams, the first part, and they were giving an update. And uh, it was just amazing, you guys. Uh, just They were able to sh show an example of a guy. At, I think it was around like s seven years old. He had got an, some kind of an illness that actually caused him to go blind. So he's been blind since he was seven. He looks like he's about middle-aged now. And now a water well has been dug and put in place literally right outside of his, um, where he lives. And, um, you know, they were telling a story of one time he went to the water, the place where they used to draw water from, and he actually fell in and he almost drowned. And, um, you know, and so it's like, guys, these types of things, this is real. And the amazing thing about working with Show Mercy International is you get to actually see the direct fruits of your investment. And, and because a lot of times, and I'm not, I'm not dogging on other organizations, but a lot of times you give money and you just are like, okay, well, they told me it's going to go towards this thing, but you don't ever get to see how, or just the extent of how much. So uh, that's the amazing thing about our partnership with Show Mercy International. So we're going to play a quick video and then we're going to get going. It's a great topic today, you guys. But first, let's play the video. Water is an essential to life. What if it just disappeared? In Uganda, many don't have access to clean, safe water. Every 15 seconds, a child dies from water-related diseases. Together, we will change that by continuing to provide clean water wells. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest. 
Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Thank you guys again so much for those donations and people overseas. I know that they're grateful for that too. Uh, you guys are amazing. Amazing. All right. So guys, my guests today, they've been on before. I've never met them together. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, they're great. Really enjoyed their last episode. My sister hosted with them, but they're worship leaders with Come Up Here. And uh, you've, if you've ever been to a, one of Krista Elisha's events, you've seen them there, front and center, especially Vinny. Uh, so without any further ado, you guys, husband and wife duo, let's give it up for our guests today, Vinny and Jackie Harris. Hey! <laughs> welcome to the show, you guys. Thank Thanks. you. We did it. So welcome. Welcome. I, I, I said this backstage, but Jackie, it's really nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, Thanks I really, re- yeah, I really loved your your episode that you did with my sister. Super great. So, yeah, yeah, that's fun. She's yeah, sweet. absolutely. Yeah, my sister's. She's the real deal. She's the real deal. So, um, okay, so we've got a really interesting topic today, and it's about the prophetic <laughs> call on Gen Alpha. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard people, especially um, people that are. I guess in some of the, you know, more advanced in years, they're like, what's the deal with like the identifying different generations. And I do think that there is some semblance of importance to it. I think God marks certain generations to do certain things. And it's not about moving aside one generation so that another can, um, you know, have the, the center stage and all the other ones have to be sidelined. I don't think that that's how God operates, but there are things that God does for you know, a certain season or a certain time. Mm-hmm. And for those who are curious about what Gen Alpha is, if any of you guys have kids under the age of 11, 12 right now, they are part of Gen Alpha. So I'm a millennial. I think you guys are either millennial or Gen Z. I can't remember. Millennial. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So millennial and then Gen Z are going to be like the teens to 20 somethings, early 20 somethings. And then Gen Alpha are the ones that are zero to like 11 or 12 right now. So uh, we're talking about kids, what we would classify as like kid kids. Uh, So you guys actually have kind of a, you've been seeing a lot of this even with your son. So why don't you guys just talk about what's in your heart and we'll just, we'll just go, we'll we'll ride the wave. Yeah. You know, I think this, this topic too is really a, also a prophetic word for our generation as well. And just as parents of uh, Gen A and what it really looks like in the season to be just giving away um, what the Lord has gifted us with um, and where we've grown and uh, just gifting and talent and just pouring that into the younger generations. Um, specifically our, our young children who um, I, I believe there's a, a, a calling to evangelism um, where our children are going to be able to, to reach people, reach the lost um, through glorifying the Lord right now, creatively um, in arts and in worship. And you had mentioned it. We've been experiencing some of that, seeing what the Lord is using uh, our son to do right now yeah. in this season so it's been it's been really cool to see um mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, it kind of makes me think of um, when he's talking about our generation, you know, that that uh, phrase that people say, like, uh, our floor is their ceiling, kind of like that, you know, like the things that the Lord has led us in over the years of walking with him or even before when just when he created us, the things that he put inside of us, how we steward that. And then we get to pass it off. Yeah. And pour everything that we've steered into the next generation and for us, our kids right now. Um, and so it's really cool to see that's his starting point. That's our kid's starting point is this that we've built with the Lord. This is where he gets to start. Um, so that's that's been really cool to um, just see, you know, that and it's not like something you strive for. We were kind of talking about this earlier. Um the Lord leads, the Lord leads it all, mm-hmm. which is so awesome. You know, like when it comes to building um, skills and um, talent and creativity um, for in our experience, I think that's been something the Lord just highlights. And then he kind of creates these steps to take, you yeah. know, so it's not even necessarily like you have to strive. It's it's just abiding with the Lord mm-hmm. and getting to watch it grow, um, which has been really cool. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something that I love about you, you know, cause I follow, I think I follow both of you guys, but just in what I've observed um, and I'm sure you're tried in this, but you guys really do carry and it's evident in your family dynamic. You guys really do carry this joy, <laughs> this joy, Vinny, it's evident in your music and just seeing your guys's interactions with your son, um, who we'll talk about in a second, but, um, that's something that I see is prevalent, um, within your guys's walk with the Lord. And that's something that is being now transferred onto your kids. <laughs> You know, um, one of the, what was it? Uh, So fun. The song, so fun that you did with your son. Mm -hmm. So why don't you guys tell like, cause I didn't, (laughs) I didn't know this until I was doing research. Your son has like a a huge following. Yes. This is all. Please explain what happened. (laughs) It's pretty fresh. Yeah. It's all very new to us. Um, What happened was one day, seven and I were just spending time together. Um, he's seen me since he was a little kid making music. Uh, I've been making music for over 20 years now. I started doing hip hop when I was his age. Um, and within the past 10 years, since I've been walking, uh, with the Lord, I've, you know, um, learned and how to utilize that skill for worship. And so anyway, he's seen me do that. And He's always had an interest in it. I've actually ran across a video the other day of him as probably a one-year-old at the time in the studio with me, listening to the beats and just smiling and dancing. And uh, it popped up in my memories. And I I hadn't seen that video probably since we made it. And so I was like, oh, wow. So I, re- I think it was the Lord like kind of just showing me like, you know, he's been there watching you. And uh, so anyway, just normal day. Um, seven wanted to make a song and he had been asking me for a while and it, it just lined up to where it was like, okay, you know what? We have time today. Let's, let's do this. And, um, my other da- daughter, Kaya, who was six at the time, she just turned seven. Um, she was in the room with us 
And so we start working on this song. We got the beat on uh, the recording software and everything. And I'm like, what are we going to make a song about, guys? And um, I was like, you know, obviously it's going to be about Jesus. But like, wh- what do we want to talk about? And I kind of just led them in this little activation. Like, let's just close our eyes and um, let's just let's think about God together and some of his characteristics. and. Um, yeah, let's just like focus on the Lord and see what he wants to highlight to us. And so, um, it ended with them. It just, they wanted to talk about how fun Jesus was. So they were having like visions of, uh, playing with Jesus and like, and and you can see it in some of the lyrics in the song. It was like, he has a water gun. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> I think even that you're like, he has a water gun. Yeah. Like, I think you were like, cause you guys filmed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was kind of the process. Um, and, and Kaya was also included in that. And so we just talked through the whole song and like, uh, I let them like come up with the melodies and we discussed the lyrics together and the words and like, um, just kind of went through everything and, uh, every part of the song and like, okay, what is God saying about this part? And so we made the song and that was actually probably like eight months ago when mm-hmm. we, we actually made the song. Okay. Um, and so the, by the way, the clip that you saw was a reenactment of how we okay. made it. We, it's pretty figured, real believable, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the social media way though. You know, and it's like, that's what they're always like. Don't even take, I appreciate the honesty, Vinny. Cause yeah. I was like, you know, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> I just tried to do it like as close to how I just explained it to you. Yeah. So it was very real. Wait, wait, wait acting a plus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was fun with seven too. I was like, here's an opportunity. We can act out what happened that day. And it mm-hmm. was fun. Um, but actually at the core of it, that that's like the most refreshing thing about this whole experience is I was just having fun with my kids, just being a dad mm-hmm. and doing my best to like authentically lead my kids. Uh, and disciple them in that moment. And so we recorded this song and I showed a couple of friends. I had no intentions on releasing it. Um, some of our family, uh, the cousins that are all their age, they so would play many cousins. It. Yeah. So many <laughs> There's cousins. There's like 13 of them. Oh, wow. They're all under eight years old. Do they all live on, around the same area? Do you guys? Yeah. All, oh my goodness. Okay. It's party all the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, we just had a birthday the other day and we went to the toy store and I had, I don't know how it was. Jackie had something going on. So I brought him into the toy store. It was just me with like 10 babies. Why did you do that to yourself? (laughs) It was crazy. All for the sake of birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, (laughs) Actually on the way there, I had a car full and he had a car full. And that's what they want. They wanted to listen to your guys' music. And I actually recorded it. They were all just, they just loved it. Oh, dude. Oh, so that's fun. cute. Yeah. Anyways. Um, where was I? Oh, so we sat on the song for for a long time. Um, and then I was actually working on some of my own personal music to put out. And I was with a buddy. We were creating content and just like 
uh, videos for his music one day. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And we were driving. And on the way to do that, I realized Jackie was at um, our daughter's violin lesson, like right up the street. And I was like, ah, Seven's with him. Let me see. Let me see if Seven wants to come with us to just hang out and be there with our videos and stuff. So we ended up picking him up and we go to this coffee shop and we're just hanging out and seven's like, dad, when are we going to film stuff for our song? And I was like, Oh, I was like, um, yeah, we can do that sometime. Yeah. (laughs) But, but like, I honestly had like not a ton of intention to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, I was starting to think about it. I was like, man, we really should maybe record something when we get a chance. And, um, so I could tell seven like really wanted to do that and it was important to him. And, uh, my friend was like, actually, I gotta go run to the restroom anyway. And he like left and I'm sitting there with seven and I, and I'm like, just felt the conviction of the Holy spirit come over me. Like, dude, you need to film him, dude. And I was like, okay. I was like seven, let's go do it right now. And so we just went outside in this little alleyway with his skateboard. He had, um, his heelys on oh his heelys yeah. i saw him from the waist up so I, you know oh, yeah. yeah we got him heelys for christmas and he's got his new heelys on and um i just one take and he just like killed it and i was like man that was really good like that whole little scene you just did, like that was so easy and i was just like all right i was like well we'll do something with it later and so it was really quick um, and then we went on for the rest of the day filming content for my other music with my friend and seven's hanging out with us the whole time. And then, um, I came back, was working on the content and I saw his video on there. I'm like, oh yeah, let me edit this real quick. And I remembered we had made him a social media for his skateboarding stuff, probably like a year prior just to document it. Cause that, that's the last thing he was really into his skateboarding and he also snowboards i was like you know what i'm just gonna throw this on here on his page and then uh woke up the next day to a couple million views on it yeah i was like i saw i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like what in the world is going on (laughs) it's like totally not expecting that um now it's at like eight million just yeah. that that specific video now all of this stuff is like starting to get traction in that way um but something i noticed when that happened uh is as i was navigating it at first it was like a lot of uh like trolls and like just very crazy comments like mm-hmm. attacking him and i wrestled with it i was like do i need to take this down like people are saying really off the wall stuff um but i felt a check in my spirit like nope don't take it down uh so i left it up and that kept coming in for a while and i started i was like kind of checking out some of those i'm like oh these are like little kids on here that probably shouldn't have instagram anyway and just probably saying things that they think are funny or cool or whatever 
I'm like, okay, whatever. So that slowly started the transition into comments of people leaving testimonies about the song for real. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like seeing comments of like, I'm listening to this right now in my room and I'm crying. Hmm. And, um, and a lot of them, I could kind of discern that most of them weren't Christians okay. that were leaving these yeah. comments. So with my music, kind of what I've seen is there's like a Christian hip hop um, industry, essentially, for lack of better terms, where it's kind of like this bubble of like these Christian artists. And then you have the people who listen to Christian hip hop. It's really niche. It's very specific. Um, and if you're not a Christian, typically you don't listen to Christian hip hop. Mm. Um, and that's not, that's not saying that people don't at all and that it doesn't reach people because it does. Right. Um, but just in my experience, the majority of who, people that I see are already believers and they've been listening to it for years. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like the audience or whatever well, the audience is the Lord, but that is the people who right no, listen to it. it out. Yeah. So, um, I was kind of expecting maybe some of those people and he did get a lot of, um, a lot of people from Christian hip hop, uh, kind of tuning in, but I started realizing more and more that most of the people that were seeing this video and were being impacted by it were, were non-believers. Interesting. Yeah. And just like, just comments, even like people would comment, like I'm a Muslim and this song is like really impacting me. And, I, I don't I don't even like rap and dude. so I'm like what? dude what is happening and just so many testimonies um someone left a comment I think the other day just about how they're like it's so much more than a song and it has the power to like change lives and be uplifting and change a generation i'm like what in the world and i'm at yeah. first i'm <laughs> <laughs> calm down everybody yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like what in the heck and uh and first as i'm reading it i'm like my thought process is yeah it does have that kind of power because the lord is in it mm-hmm. and god can change lives sure. and this and that and i'm as i'm reading it i'm kind of thinking like oh this is probably a christian leaving this comment um, and probably just referring to Jesus and they were referring to Jesus, but I don't think they were a believer. And I don't think they understood that like that, that's what people are, are doing is encountering the Lord <laughs> when they're listening to this song and his character about being our friend and being fun. Um, I don't know if I've heard much worship um, or even Christian rap that talks about that characteristic of of jesus well i mean the thing that i appreciated about it so really quick i'm seeing some people asking it's called so fun there by seven harris there's a link in the description to the spotify but also if you go onto youtube and just type in so fun seven harris it's like right there it's like a picture of him with like his dreads like pointing at the camera so you can't miss it. He's got a really animated face. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's how you guys can listen to it. But um, the thing I appreciated about it was just 
I, I found myself just smiling while I was listening to it. Cause I was like, I, I think, especially as you enter into adulthood, you have the burden of like the, like the weight of years, right? You've lived, you've gone through it and realizing like Jesus is fun. Following the mm-hmm. Lord is fun. Like mm-hmm. it is fun. And the lighthearted nature of kids singing that, obviously you too, Benny, you were in there too, but yeah, he's just a big kid. kid. (laughs) Jackie, my question though, when are you getting in on this? Come on. Come on. I'm in the background behind the camera. Like, yeah, go seven. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I did. Yeah. She actually helped us film our last. I did. I did. I did do Mm. that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys, because I think this is going to be something that people have their opinions on this, but I think that the nature of technology advancing, the nature of light and dark really becoming very pronounced in our world, and also the the nature of how Satan is attacking Gen Alpha specifically. Um. As parents, what has this been like in having a kid that's out there? And obviously you guys were led by the Lord to do this. Obviously there was a, it was like a step-by-step thing, but as parents, like, I, I really want to, I really want to talk about this because people are going to have their own opinions. Be like, well, if I was my kid, I wouldn't do that at all. But I think that we need to be a little bit more open to letting the Lord do what he desires Mm-hmm. Not just with us, but our kids. And anyways, I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I was talking to a friend about this actually the other day. She It was not about seven specifically, but her daughter felt a burden to start discipling people via Zoom. And she's like 12. And I'm what? like, Yes. This is the world that they live in. Yeah. This is the world that they live in. These are the tools that they're just, they grow up with this, mm-hmm. this like screen technology. This is their life. And, um, and we get to equip them. I mean, it's foreign for us, right? Like where I don't even know like how to do half of this stuff, but mm-hmm. we get to equip them with, um, with, the knowledge of who they are, like first and foremost, that's something that we've talked about. Like, okay, if seven is going to be on social media, he needs to know who he is. Like he needs to know that he's a, a son of God yeah. and all of these like trolls and haters or what these mean people, or even the, the accolades and the people that love him and his fan base or whatever. Um, none of that does any touches his identity come on you know like this is this is our task like staying focused on who you are and showing up authentically yeah in the world um you know this is just he he likes to make music he's always had an interest in it and um i think it's really exciting to be able to champion that as a son of god for him to show up authentically because like, like Vinny said, I think that there's an opportunity there to reach people that wouldn't set foot in a church or wouldn't come to meet him at summer camp, you know, or like these, these bubbles that we live in as Christians. I I think also in the world, like they're starting to pop like the religion bubbles of like this, this is the box that we live in. I think they're starting to get shaken up, you know, um, 
And so I think it's important for um, our kids to be able to confidently in their identity in in Christ show up in the world, you know. Um, But that's something that we've tried to focus on is um, keeping him grounded in the Lord Mm -hmm. and um, making sure he's authentic to himself and not giving in to whatever else. Mm-hmm. you know, tries to sway him. Mm-hmm. So that's been really important. Yeah. What about you, Vinny? Yeah. I mean, even as Jackie was talking, I was just thinking like, yep, we're, we're in the world, but we're not of it, you know? And this is the world that, that we live in. Like, this is just, it's going to be there, you know? Um, unless we just, we're hermits and, and we just want to, I don't know. Live like the Amish, sure. <laughs> you know? d- d- deny, like, d- I think deny technology even as as a tool. Yeah, you were like, no, we shouldn't be online, and we shouldn't do this. And there's all these negative things about social media, and I I would agree with them. I would say, yeah, like I think those are, you know, all credible criticisms and fa- based mm-hmm. by backed by facts and things like that. But there's also a lot of good that the Lord can do through Mm -hmm. these, these tools as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we get an opportunity to navigate this with him Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to just allowing him to have free reign. Yeah. And like, he's not on his. Yeah. You're the one that. Right. And it says right in the bio. Yeah. Yeah, Dad manages the page. Dad manages it. Yeah. So I get to navigate that with him and even have conversations like, He's not oblivious to like all the crazy things that people were saying um, because I, I didn't like tell him specifically, but I allowed him to know like, yeah, look, there's people. I mean, I really believe a lot of the comments were like people manifesting. Um, right. So- <laughs> I'm looking at the social media right now, but yeah, just getting to navigate that with him and like even sharing with seven, like scriptures, like, um, how Jesus said that he was hated first, you know, like, dude, for real, <laughs> like that's a part of this. Well, that... dude, and I, like, see, I'm trying to get like really excited now because I'm thinking about how like that's a, the fear of man is something that kind of gets rooted because you get rejected, you know, young, and then that you have a couple of significant moments where you were maybe fed a lie and Satan wrote, you know, capitalized on that, and then you kind of going in this spiral and soon, you know, you're constantly worried about what people think. And yeah. at his age, he's eight. You guys are how he's being faced with this stuff now and learning to rise above it. Now, yeah. come when on. He has that innocence when he has that, just that faith, that childlike wonder and that childlike faith, um, you know, and you guys have, been on the other side of that and you know what it's like to walk in the fear of the Lord or fear of man and not the fear of the Lord. But a a verse that I always quote, because it's one that like, for me guys, like doing this at 30 something years old, completely unearthed hidden areas of my heart where I had the fear of man, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking at the benefit that seven has versus I have, I'm 30 years older than him like literally 30 (laughs) years older than him, you know, and I'm having to deal with this stuff in my thirties 
that he might not have to actually deal with. He's going to have his own challenges, his own things to overcome. But this is one of those things, not just for seven, but other people within that generation. Like God is really raising up people to be radical. Come on. Radical for him. So good. You know? And so I think a lot of that is like, you know, our ceiling is their floor kind of a thing where it's like, I had to overcome all these things. And, you know, my wife and I, when we have kids, they're not going to have to deal with certain things that we did because we're doing the work now so that they don't have to. They're going to, yeah, they're going to have their own challenges. Absolutely. But yeah, I just get excited about that, man. Like that's legit. That's so good. And even in this season, I can relate because I'm on the songs with him and I yeah. see people say things about me. And I'm, <laughs> there's been times where I'm like, uh, like just bothered, you know? Of course. And, and then I look at my son who we've been able to pour into him and speak identity, identity into him. And he's like, he's so unfazed. He's like Dude. the intention and everything. He's just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's great, yeah. Come on, man. Oh, the verse I was gonna was actually gonna read. I didn't. I realized I didn't get that far. First, uh, Galatians chapter one, verse ten says, "Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ." Mm. And that, guys, that wow. verse convicts me, dude. Like, That's good. and I look at you know how you guys are are raising your son. Um, and in many ways, by proxy, your daughter too, because she's a part of this and she's seeing this and, yep. you know, um, that you're being faced with. I'm sure you're learning things even just with the way that Seven is reacting to stuff, Vinny, versus how you are internally. Where you're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that kind of bothered me and it kind of set my day off weird. Uh, and Seven's just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All that stuff I've, I've brought to the Lord and just like, okay, God, what are you saying? You know, yeah. so. Well, it's also, it's obvious that God had you do this, but it's also refining you in the process too, mm-hmm. you know, and Jackie, I'm sure you as well, you know, um, I mean, where do you guys see this, this going with, with seven? You're just going to kind of just, whatever, we're just going to put out stuff and Jackie's going to have her debut. On, <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. She's like, please stop saying that. You're making me sweat. <laughs> Sweating. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the Lord wants to do with it. And mm-hmm. um, I just want to be sensitive to where seven's at as well. As long as it is something that he is passionate about and mm-hmm. um, enjoys doing. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really the most important thing is just stewarding what he feels led to doing. But also there's a, we were talking about this too. There's like a line too of like, not teaching him how how to work hard in the process as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, just keeping it fun, keeping it about the Lord and being true to who we are. And if God wants to bless it more at the end of the day, then he, he does. And if he doesn't, then, you know, whether or not this happens, we're, we'll, if, as long as seven is enjoying it, we're still going to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We were doing it before any of this happened. So. Right. <laughs> and you keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't get to, I think I started telling you about this, but something the Lord um, showed me, because I had a friend that was asking me about this. Um, Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. The Lord reminded me of a dream I had like, three years ago. And, you know, sometimes I feel like the Lord gives us dreams as like kind of a glimpse into like the future. Yes. You know, have yes. you ever experienced that? Yes. It's so wild. Yes, like I it have. just feels so vivid and it mm-hmm. sticks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, but- I've got a couple where I, I, I'm like, I'm convinced I saw, I was in the future because mm-hmm. <laughs> I look like I do now, but like maybe five years older. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, there's nothing weird about the dream. Like it actually felt like I was there. And I was like, when I woke up, I was bummed that I wasn't there. And I was like, dude, I think I actually like, cause it could almost feel yes. like what it felt like in the room. But the, anyways, sorry. I'm Yeah. Continue. Like so vivid. Yes. yes. yes it was one of those dreams yeah. I, that I had forgotten about. Yeah. Um, but, um, I think over the past few years, like the Lord has given me little nuggets of like, pictures like that like of mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. of our for our family and our ministry and like in the future and I, I was looking it up when we were talking earlier and i forgot to tell you about that <laughs> but i don't know if you remember this it was probably a year or two ago um we were in this like big like outdoor stadium and there was like a stage with oh, yeah. men and you were on there and men rapping and i just was revisiting this dream and there was like a a circle above them, like a ring that was on fire. And it was like a ministry thing. And I was standing off to the side and we had like suitcases and like, we were about to hit the road and, and I was left and right, like turning and people were getting ministered to. And I was like running into our old friends and um, just like seeing all these people encounter God um, and I've had a lot of dreams like that, that felt so vivid. Like I could like, the sky was so blue. Like I could feel the Lord's presence and like see his glory um, and like see him like manifesting on people. And like Holy Spirit was just like wrecking people as I was having these conversations with them in this dream. Um, anyways, the Lord's reminded me of that as like all of this has come, like is starting to happen. And like, and I think it's, I think he's, done that like given me those years prior to kind of like like kind of what you were describing earlier like a a direction like yeah. northbound like we're yeah. not going to be like perfect oriented in a in a direction yes yeah. yeah and not that we're like searching out this venue or these men that were on but it's like this is like the trajectory that we're on and it's okay yeah. because the Lord has gone before us Come on, and it's not like, and cause, cause I'm kind of like, I mean, like we just ex- saw, I don't like being like in the center stage uh-huh. or like <laughs> stages and yeah. like, that's not my thing. Um, and so I think if the Lord hadn't given me those little snippets, mm. I would have been a lot more afraid. Dude or more weary of seven Mm -hmm. seeking this out and following this like desire of making music and getting this attention. And I probably would have been more anxious about it until I I realized like, Oh, 
the Lord has already shown me that this is a part of like our family's calling or our yeah. ministry or whatever mm-hmm. this thing is. Like, I think that the Lord has already been preparing me, mm. you know? Um, and I think that's really cool too. Like as parents, God already knows, you know, and he can encourage us and prepare us beforehand. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and my friend that I was having a conversation with, she was just really encouraging me to like, write those out and like remember what the lord showed me you know Mm -hmm. and to just like stay there dude yeah i i mean that's it though it's like anytime you get like a vision like i've had a couple of visions that i was like it really did feel like i popped into the future Mm -hmm. and then i and i came to and it was like i felt this just ache like this longing for whatever that was Mm -hmm. um and i was Mm -hmm. like no like i saw I saw the future. I saw something that God is, you know, and it's like, those are those moments where we can actually engage our faith and yes. go, okay, well, like, hang on. Like you, I, I, I'm 100% confident that this is something you gave me. And I also know that like J- Jeremiah says, like God searches to make sure that his word is fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, he's making sure in Isaiah 55, 11, which I quote at nauseum on the show. And I don't even care. God's word will fulfill the purpose for which he sent it, you know? Yes. And so it's those types of things where then it's, it's my opportunity to engage my faith because someone would look at that and go, well, that was just a dream. Like, yeah. No, like I saw the future. I mm-hmm. saw God bit by bit steering us in the direction, mm-hmm. you know, of where he wants us to go. And, and so like, that's, man, I'm, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it kind of like takes the pressure off. You know, right. to just remember yeah. that the Lord, this is his idea mm-hmm. <laughs> and or you can just follow whatever he wants to do with it and, and how he wants to use each one of us. And we can just be confident and like you're saying, just step out in faith and yeah. Well, cause cool. he, like even, I mean, I don't know Vinny, maybe you touched on this already, but like the thought of th- putting your kid out on social media, you know, it's like. No, my son will not have a music career until he's 18 years old because <laughs> yeah. people are crazy. And but there was an obedience there and a conviction in a, mm-hmm. in many ways of just mm-hmm. being like, dude, go record right now. And yeah. the fact that you as a father taking interest in your son and his interests and coming alongside him and caring about the things he cares about. And I that has such dude, that has such a powerful impact on a kid. Mm. to have their dad that interested in the things they're interested in. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you guys have also just thinking about Vinny, like our time getting to know each other and you talking about like hosting those, I can't remember what you call them, but like you would have guys over and you guys would just like freestyle. And oh, the midnight like, oils. Midnight yeah. oils. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just looking at like your home, like, I, like, dude, this is like the fruit of that. Like mm. you sowed during that time and it's fertile ground for something like this. And you've created, an atmosphere where God knows he's welcome and he can mm. do as he pleases. And I just think like, dude, like all of that, it's all connected, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, you're making me tear up a little bit. Dude, here. it's huge though. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And God is like, man. <sighs> I just love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's so too. He's good. The Lord is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Well, I meant I was going to ask you backstage, and I stopped myself, and I envisioned this happening at the beginning of the show, but then we had like a whole camera thing. <laughs> why is he? Why is Seven named Seven? What's the What's the story behind that? Do you want to tell it? Or you want me to? Um. Yeah. I'll, I can. But you can jump in in case okay. you miss anything. Yeah, cool. <laughs> okay. So, um, when we got pregnant, we um we were like freshly married we were in this um young adults group it like literally a revival hit cincinnati when we were um newly married and engaged mm -hmm. and like every week there were just just to paint a picture it was called cincinnati house group you can you might be able to find stuff online like on social media it was wild it was wild there was basements packed with teens to 20 somethings every week like 60 people packed in these basements sometimes more sometimes yeah. more and Whoa. we'd be baptizing people in bathtubs people would be on the floor laid out just like worshiping like crazy people getting filled with the holy spirit and then we'd go out and evangelize and it was just this wild time yeah. wild like i could i could talk about that and share stories for a long time um but anyways we met micah turnbow there oh, yeah. actually yeah <laughs> yeah and Love so Mike, yeah yeah, he's awesome. He actually um, visited Vinny in a dream um, when we found out we were pregnant. And he, in the dream, he came into our room when we were sleeping and told Vinny that we were going to have a boy and that he we would name him Seven. It was like... I was awake and he was actually standing in the room with me. What? So <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh man, that's wild. It was crazy because I was like sitting exactly where I was sleeping in the yeah. dream. And he's like standing in the room and he's talking to me. And Micah, what like, are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even have a chance because he was just prophesying over me. Well, yeah, I was just sitting there and he's like, and you're going to have a son. And you're going to name him seven. And he just started quoting all this scripture about the number seven and what God thinks. And I was like relatively a new believer at this point. Um, so like, I didn't really have much reference for any of the scripture. And so I like woke up like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, immediately I'm like on the internet, like looking up the number seven and like, yeah, he woke me up. Like we got to name the baby seven. And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. <What>? No. <laughs> it's like that sleepy time brain you get where like yeah. things just suddenly think it's like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> then he woke up and we were like talking about it and he was like Googling all this stuff. And it was right there in scripture. And we were both like, what? This is crazy. And we should have wrote it down. I know. We didn't. Like he was telling me scriptures and mm -hmm. then I like found them. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know the write it down at the time. I wish I would have, but yeah. Have you, have you talked to Micah about this? Yeah. <laughs> we actually like saw him the next week at church and told him, and he said that he was actually in like three other people's dreams that week, wow. giving them important messages. And so we were like, hmm. He was so nonchalant. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Micah, you were in my dream. And you gave me so insane. He's like, oh, yeah, I was in a lot of dreams this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so the Lord just confirmed it like over and over. He was. Oh, yeah. um. 
so we we finally realized like okay like maybe this is the lord maybe we're gonna have a baby named seven Mm -hmm. what middle name goes with seven and we decided on um michael because a lot of the males in his family have that middle name um it's my middle name as well hey yeah (laughs) me too um when he was born first of all he weighed seven pounds and seven ounces which was wild like the the midwife freaked out um and then Vinny's grandma came to visit us and she counted up all the men with that middle name and seven was the seventh michael which is wild i know we were like all right lord i guess you want his name to be seven was he born on seven the seventh no No, but what day is it a multiple seven april 24 no april 26th (laughs) (laughs) yeah our daughter was april 24th I think it might be the seventh month on the Hebrew calendar. Yeah, we realized like maybe in the Hebrew calendar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, dude. May what Hebraic year was he born? Maybe it was all sevens, (laughs) you know, or multiples of seven or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but that's super cool. Yeah. So I guess um, without like referring to the actual scripture that the Lord gave us, (laughs) I really felt like. the lord was saying that he was going to be like a cycle breaker Mm -hmm. in our family lines and um but it was like you know the the finishing of cycles with him um which is pretty awesome to have that to hold on to seven is the number of completion yeah it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. come on dude yeah so, I mean, we obviously called this episode the prophetic call on Gen Alpha, and we've been talking about it sort of just through the process of seven kind of uh, going viral and all of that. But if you could kind of distill down like what you're seeing God uh, as an encouragement to other people that are about to have kids or do have kids that are within that age range, um, uh, what what is God doing with Gen Alpha? Yeah. One thing I wanted to point out was like, I'll circle, I'll circle back to this, but as you were talking about dreams, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about how, um, also with dreams, like prophetic words and like how many prophetic words were, um, not only spoken over seven that prepared us for this, but also have been spoken over me, um, through, through my walk with the Lord. Yeah. Um, just so many things that I am seeing fulfilled the prophetic words that I've got coming to pass through my son wow, um, and through generations. And I believe that there are um, prophetic words on our lives that we will see fulfilled through our children and through the generations. And it might not look exactly how we thought it was going to look, um, but I think the start of that, it, it comes in, it comes down to the, the passing on of a, the mantle, um, and taking the, the things that God has called us to, and not saying that we're laying those down completely, but, but, um, realizing that it's bigger than us. Hmm. Like it, it doesn't just start and end with us, but like, we have a, a dad who's who loves his family 
<laughs> you know, and he wants to see his whole family participating in this together. Um, and, and he wants to see, um, children and their parents, like partnering and what it looks like to walk in the calling specifically, um, on, on our lives. Mm -hmm. So I, I believe that right now the, the Lord is calling, um, yeah, just like calling us as parents to, to just really be giving it away. Um, and let it letting laying everything down so that uh it can our children can and can walk in that yeah mm-hmm. and running with your kids yeah like you're running you're running with them you know it's not like oh that's their own thing that they're doing their whatever you guys are running with your kids mm-hmm. you know and there's oh dude this is exciting guys so exciting <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackie, do you have anything else to add to that? Of just like, what's God doing? The prophetic call and Gen Alpha laid on us. Yeah, I um, just to kind of echo again. I think I kind of said something about this earlier, but man, I just see like like as you know, like I feel like as millennials, we've kind of been like, um, kind of waking up to like. I don't know if the 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 church box is gonna fit us mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you see the the next generation, and the next generation, and it's not the 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 same. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like the model of what it looks like to be a Christian, yeah, is not. Um, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and you see this in statistics. Um, Dude. They call it like unchurched people, yeah. you know, like so many like people that believe in Jesus. They don't want to go to church um, for a number of reasons. Anyways, I I feel like the generation alpha, it's like they're not putting up with fakeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that we can tell when there's authenticity and um. I, mm-hmm. It makes me excited because I feel like the Lord is is so desiring the church to show up authentically, um, and I I just I feel like I I I have this desire to champion that, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's like in the music that they want to pursue mm-hmm. or in you know however they want to worship, how they not and you know that that sounds like a little bit like. Not like, you know, you know right. what I mean? No, it's like, well, you're not like saying like, okay, everybody, we're going to bring a Buddha statue in here. Right, <laughs> right, right. We're going to do a little mixture. No, I, right. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I'm articulating it right. No, you are. You're good. Okay. But being able to show up to the throne room of Christ in your authentic self with no masks, like no hidden, mm. like emotions, no hidden expressions. Um. I just see that. Um, and I've seen that, like, even with um, the Lord's having me on this, like, flagging journey with worship, yeah. and which is so new to me. Like, I didn't grow up doing that. Um, but the the ones that are drawn to it are the younger kids and, like, okay. the teenagers. Yeah. They're like, what's that? What are you doing? You know, they're so interested. Yeah. Um, 
in something like new and something it's new to me. I don't know if it's new to a lot of people. Uh, de definitely new to me. I mean, like I definitely didn't grow up. I, I was raised Lutheran, so I didn't, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for a good chunk of my, my childhood. So I didn't, they did not flag there. Yeah. That way. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in a Baptist church. Yeah. Hymns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just see, I just, I just see them, you know, wanting to be themselves. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. something that I felt from the Lord personally calling out in me, like, are you going to express yourself? Because I've put something in you. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Come on. That needs to be brought forth in the earth. And mm -hmm. if you hide it, I don't get the glory. Come on. Mm, um, and so it's exciting for me to see even like seven and like these these kids that don't want to be put in a box, you know, Um and so being being able to champion who they are in Christ um, so they can go to these like unreached places, really, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it's crazy. I was just thinking about this while you guys were talking. I've been looking back as far back as like the boomer generation and every single generation has been marked by some point of rebellion so if you well, let's go back to the boomers okay hippie movement right you know let's let's uh let's buck the system forget authority and then you go into the gen xers and it was all about grunge and being alternative and like you know definitely especially up here in the pacific northwest like the grunge phase was huge um and on and on and on but god has taken that moment of rebellion and actually refined it and purified it. Yes. And we're actually seeing it carved into a fine point with Gen Alpha. Mm -hmm. You know, and what's what is what Alpha and A, it looks like an arrowhead, mm. you know, I'm just like that's cool. It's been really interesting to see that. I know there's a lot, I mean, what I just said, there's like a lot to unpack there. Like you'd have to like you could really go into yeah, and like Jim was saying, like the Vietnam War really sparked that. Um you know, within the boomer generation of, of, um, man. Yeah. So I'm not sorry. Now I'm like thinking about like even further back than that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just really cool, man, to see. And I think that the, the best thing we can do, I mean, from what it sounds like with you, what you guys are saying is really embrace what God is doing, embrace the different. And, and yeah, that's not saying yeah. allow mixture in and yep. get right. crazy weird and start doing chakras and stuff like that. But being open to the unconventional, being open yeah. to God interrupting our day, interrupting what we think mm -hmm. this is, what church is, what being a Christian is. Um, it's an exciting time, guys. It is. It's an exciting time. I'm super excited. So, um, well, guys, I don't know if there's anything you have any closing thoughts or anything like that, but I would love for you guys actually to pray. I would love for you to pray for other people's kids. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just people that have kids, there's parents watching. There mm -hmm. might even be some young kids listening to this, but um, pray for the parents, pray for the kids.
uh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I want you guys to pray. Right? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. This is exactly yeah. how I want you to pray. This is exactly- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think too. Just like a little side note. Yeah. It's not just natural parents. Mm. You know, like I think that. Okay, and the Lord actually, I think I actually said this last time, but the Lord convicted me too of like, I'm in my 30s and he was like, showed me that someone that needed a spiritual mom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not old enough to be a spiritual mom. And the Lord shut me down so quick um, and reminded me of the times when I have asked him like over and over for a spiritual mother and a spiritual father. Mm. And, um, and, and so I think too, like just being open to that and, and just like being willing to pour into maybe someone that you don't really understand, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think that's what it's going to take really. Yeah. That's good. Don't you think? Yeah. I 100% agree. I think that's where a lot of the disconnect even comes from is like trying to pour into our kids sometimes is not understanding them, but like Mm -hmm. breaking through that barrier of like, okay, I'm going to just champion them for who God created them to be. Right. So it's just perseverance and pushing through that. Maybe if you are feeling like you're not lining up with with your kids, like understanding them is just persevering, pushing through that, continue to seek to understand. Is that, good advice i don't know i'm not a parent so yeah i think so I th- go ahead yeah i think seeking to understand for sure um and then always going back to who god says they are mm-hmm. and making sure that they yeah. know that and that um they are going to the lord that they're going to his voice first you know um if they're if because I don't have the answers, you know, I don't, right. I don't have all the answers and I don't know what he should do with this music thing. I don't know. Like, um, I don't know a lot of things. And so I, I love that I can teach him to go to the source Yeah, because I'm not going to be here all the time. Um, and if, and if while he's in my care, he learns to go to the Lord and he learns who he is in the Lord that's it that's all he needs because then he can run with it mm-hmm. if i'm not here you know yeah so good it's good yeah love it yeah that's interesting though that you're talking about you know i'm not oh i'm not old enough to be a mother figure in someone's life uh, i've actually had people tell me and it was weird at the time but it's happened a couple of times people who are even older than me it could have been just a couple of years older actually told me they were like I know this sounds weird, but I actually view you like an older brother, even though I was younger than them, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of that can be maturity. It can be something you carry that God mm-hmm. has instilled in you. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I hearing you say that, I was like, I totally get that. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, why don't you go ahead and pray? Cool. Yeah. Holy Spirit. We just thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you that you have been with us on this episode today, Lord, and that you're with our viewers right now, Lord. And we just lift up every family, every mother and father, every daughter and son right now, Lord, and 
Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would just begin to minister and begin to reveal your heart, Lord, for um, each individual and each family, God. Yeah, Lord, we just we call on you right now, Lord. Begin to minister to them. Lord, I thank you for giftings and callings and things that you have put into children, um, Lord, that you have gifted them there, Lord. And I and I just ask for grace for parents that um, might not understand those things to um, be able to still partner with um with those things, God, those those gifts that you've put in their kids, that they could um, champion champion those things in their children, Lord. Mm-hmm. God, I ask for grace for that. Um, Lord, I ask for just teamwork, God, and families, that uh, every every person brings something different and um, to the table that that can be used for your glory, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I ask that God, that there would just be more unity and teamwork that we could figure out how to, to work together, Lord. And I thank you for things that you've put into parents, Lord God, that um, they can impart to their children mm-hmm. so that they can, they can have a, uh, the, the whole, the whole ceiling can be the floor for their, yeah, their tomorrow. children, Lord God. I thank you for, a, a higher elevated um, starting point, God, mm-hmm. just like a, yeah, Lord, just like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Just, just like a launching point, God, for this generation mm-hmm. that they could be sent out from this higher elevated place in your presence, Lord, where um, they can lead people into encounters, God. God, and I just thank you for the um, for creativity, Lord. God, I just ask for uh, sparks of creativity in every home, Lord God, that families would find unique ways to worship and to do it together, Lord. Um, even in ways where their expressions might be different, Lord, that they could find um, creative and unique ways to be able to come together in unity and worship you. Mm-hmm. together lord mm-hmm. yeah god and i just thank you for um the unique call on um gen alpha mm-hmm. god and um yeah we just we just welcome what you're doing in the earth god and we just say like as um the millennial generation and um we just say like you can use us God, um, would you position us in places to partner with um, people in different generations? God, would you would you just use us to unite um, your bride so that we can partner together to see your glory made known, Lord? I just thank you for um, like a fresh, a fresh expression. Mm-hmm. of your bride god and we just thank you that you are um breaking all <laughs> the boxes breaking all the boxes god and and i just bless um uh any families on on this live god that um have young kids yes. god or that are pouring into 
young kids right now. God, I just bless them. And I just ask that you would send encouragement. God, um, thank you for for going ahead, yes, God, Lord. and for giving us vision um, before things come to pass. God, would you do that for any family that needs encouragement, God, um, mm. that you would give them your vision for their family, for their children, um, so that they can know that you're in this, God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just ask for grace, mm-hmm. just grace to um, just point them to you, Lord, and that every home would be filled with the Spirit of the living God in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. In Jesus name. Yeah, real quick too. I'm just seeing a lot of um young leaders coming up. Um and, and I just keep seeing like a Moses type of <laughs> thing on them <laughs> that um Yeah, Lord, so I just thank you for every leader, every young leader that is going to lead not only their generation but <laughs> just supersede generations to lead people into your presence. Lord God. And that there is a is a fresh expression that will even lead like our generation and into God's presence in ways that we didn't think that we would encounter Him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Lord, I thank you for for those young leaders, Lord, mm-hmm. and what you're doing in them, Lord God, and I, and I just lift them up to you, God. I ask that you would give them boldness, Lord. That yeah, that that they wouldn't fall to the fear of man, Lord God, but that you would give them boldness to to be bold to to be obedient to you, to to give you their yes, Lord, that we might see more of your glory, God, through mm-hmm. their obedience and their yes and the calling that you've put on them, Lord. Mm-hmm. And we just say yes to what you're doing in them, God. We um even if it if it looks different, God, we we say yes to to what you're doing, Lord God, in the earth, and we trust you. We trust you with them. <laughs> yeah, Lord, we just want to see more of your glory. Amen. Amen, guys. God is so proud of you both. Like. I just, you know, this whole time I was, just felt like a great swell of pride from the Lord. Um, like, man, well done. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, so exciting. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, guys, so if people wanted to follow Seven or follow <laughs> you guys, how can they do that? Yeah, so any of the music is on any major streaming platform under Seven Harris. And then his social medias are hi, I am seven. Um, and then for me, some of my music stuff is under Vinny Loves Jesus. Um, Jackie, your flagging page. Well, we have come up here worship flags. That's a lot of different things. Yeah, there's so many different things. And then your personal page. Yeah. Um, tell the people, Jackie. Tell okay. them. We actually made a website. Very proud of that. Made a website for She's come up here. It. Yeah. Gosh. Um, www.comeuphere.co and you can get the worship flags on there Um, you can find the link to the music on there Um, and all the social media stuff is on there too so that would be a great place to start guys thank you so much uh, for sharing your heart um, you know testifying 
coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Thanks for having us. It's fun to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, we're embarking on the journey. All right. This is day one of that journey. And that journey is this week. All right. So tomorrow is leg two of the journey. We've got DeMonte Edmonds back in the house. We're going to be talking about dreams. All right. We talked about dreams here. We're going to be talking about dreams some more. And it's going to be super great, you guys, because God is giving people dreams. And he's speaking to people. And we need to know how to interpret them, how to navigate them, how to exercise discernment. And so tomorrow's going to be great in regards to that. DeMonte is super anointed to teach on that. It's going to be a great time. So that's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. And uh, guys, we appreciate those donations. ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you get in on that. And it's the double whammy. You support the ministry, but you also support the well efforts. And we're moving and grooving, guys. We're expanding um, we're, I think we're sending over a camera team with Steve next month when they go to Uganda. So we're going to be getting a lot of really crisp footage. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so guys, we so appreciate you. Um, and tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with DeMonte Edmonds. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.